And thank you for joining this brief podcast session with Padmasri Warrior, the Chief Technology Officer for Cisco Systems. I'd like to introduce our interviewer, Joanne Connolly, President and CEO of Connolly Works. Thank you, Sandy, and welcome. Padmasri, as you look across Cisco's worldwide portfolio, what would you say are the top three issues you must address in the coming year? Joanne, if you look at uh, Cisco's technology strategy, the, the three major areas of focus for us are related, but they are also distinct. The first one is how the data center is going to evolve in what we call the next generation data center. This is being driven by virtualization, a virtualization of the entire data center leading up to cloud computing. That's the first area of focus for us. The second is how we combine Web 2.0 technologies and applications and enable them using video and unified communications, um, software as a service, both on-premise and in the cloud applications to create an enterprise class collaboration platform. And the third is in the area of smart connected communities. And really, this is this has to do with how we improve smart grid, the energy delivery platform that, or the utility delivery platform, I can say. How can we make buildings more energy efficient? How can we improve learning? How can we help governments be more open? All of these fall under this umbrella. The federal government is well known for its stovepipes, both in systems and processes. You talk about a similar concept in barriers to communication. Can you talk about that concept and how it relates to government? Sure. I think this is a favorite topic of mine. If you kind of look at how organizations and enterprises have evolved, and this applies both to public sector and private sector, over the last 10 to 15 years, the evolution has been in creating barriers within an organization, whether they are organized functionally or whether they're different agencies. We believe the next wave of productivity and improvements as well as operational excellence will come by applying technologies that will help us break down these barriers. And it's not just barriers for communication, it's actually barriers for how work gets done in the future. We, we think the future of work is actually going to change very fundamentally and video and collaboration are going to be two of the technologies that will drive this transformation. The second way it, it will help us drive better productivity is to enable business processes to cross company boundaries and we call this intercompany collaboration. And the third one is really interesting. This is how can we enable innovation to accelerate by making it easier for uh, subject matter experts to get together and work on critical projects. So this one I'm particularly fascinated by because this actually, the third one, incorporates several elements of what we are seeing in the consumer web with social networking and where like-minded people who have interest in similar topics get together and have conversations. How do we bring that into the enterprise world to drive productivity? Now, everything I have said so far, if you replace the word enterprise with public sector or government, the same concepts apply. So the challenge we have or the opportunity that, that is there for the future is how can these types of technologies, applications, and services such as telepresence, WebEx, unified communications, how can we apply those to help government be more productive, help them be faster, become faster in making decisions, and engage in the clusters of experts concept that I talked about, engage the public in, in giving input and improving some of the positions. 
the government owns and maintains some of the largest data centers in the country. How can the concept of unified computing help revolutionize the government IT infrastructure, particularly in those agencies that are data center heavy? I think the future of the data center will be more about pre-integrating some of the different islands that exist today uh, or have existed in the past, which required a lot of manual intervention to um, for different people to be there to bring these together. So the, the, the responsibility or the burden of system integration rested on our customers. And what UCS does is solves that and, and shifts that burden away from the customer and, and delivers a pre-integrated architecture. And we are able to do that by bringing in principles of networking capabilities into the systems world. So what that does is allows us to have a system that scales and can make it very cost efficient. The second area of advantage that any agency that has large um, amounts of data centers or large data centers will see is an improvement or an increase in the business agility. Provisioning applications takes minutes instead of days, and the automation that is available with UCS helps reduce service outages. Padmastri, you are well known for your use of social media, including Twitter. The government is just beginning to embrace these kinds of technologies. How do you see Web 2.0 technologies as enablers to delivering better service to the citizen? I'm actually very excited to see many of the government agencies on Twitter. Um, I noticed actually FCC just joined Twitter and they have just opened a blog. Um, it's very, it's very refreshing to see the government embrace Web 2.0 technologies. From my point of view, Web 2.0 technologies are a perfect vehicle to communicate to millions in real time. On Twitter, for example, I have close to 900,000 followers. I can reach so many people in a very quick uh, matter of seconds, actually. It's also a great vehicle to get people engaged and gather input and feedback uh, very quickly and, and actually debate content. So I routinely collaborate with my Twitter com community on projects that I'm working on. Sometimes I will just ask inputs. I'll be preparing for a presentation, and I'll pose a question. Here's the things that I'm thinking about talking about um, in, my, in my presentation and ask for ideas. So I think social media gives the government an opportunity to reach more people people than they normally can uh, reach, and it's a very important vehicle for them to incorporate. I'm not saying it's the only vehicle that uh, government agencies should use, but it's definitely one important aspect of how communication occurs in a broad-based, real-time manner. Padmasri Warrior, Chief Technology Officer at Cisco, thank you for your time. 